Hi, you are listening to here. Hold my mimosa with Claudia and Esma. Cheers, bitches. Cheers, bitches. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. I'm excited for who we have on today. You guys are all going to be excited because we're going to get, we have a very special guest today and her name is Miss Flight Fairy because <laughs> she's attendant and she's gorgeous and as Claudia described her she's she looks like a fairy she's beautiful she's gorgeous <laughs> oh my god first of all thank you for uh choosing the unfriendly ground today because it's gonna be a little bumpy and you're not even in the sky <laughs> she'll be like please take me back up there <laughs> take me back to the friendly skies because oh, it's not friendly it's turbulent <laughs> there you go there's gonna be some turbulence so hang on to your panties girls but introduced introduce the flight fairy so yeah so our flight fairy <laughs> say hello flight fairy <laughs> hello <laughs> thank you for inviting me i'm actually excited to be here can't wait to tell you guys the stories Ooh, oh that's what we so we're so excited to have you here and we can't wait to hear your stories because I'm sure you have some great ones. Okay. I Can I please start? Can we just jump in? Because Flight Fairy, I <laughs> my So I just want to give you a little background as for me. I have family members, quite a few that are flight attendants and that have been flying for many, many years. Some already retired. Like the first uh, Latina in the sky, which is a family member yes, uh, who flew for Pan Am. And back then that was like luxury, like the height of, you know, um, you knew you had money if you were flying. Right. Yeah. So I think for a lot of people, it was glamorized. And it, for me, I was like, I, it was something that I always wanted to do. But back then, it was a lot stricter when I was trying to yeah. apply. So I want to know what made you decide this was something you wanted to do? Well, um, like any other young person, uh, I always wanted to travel, right? And since I don't really have the funds to be like, hey, I want to go to Paris, Italy, and let's do it, right? I'm like, okay, why not become a flight attendant? And that's definitely going to help me go to these places. And it's usually easier because you can either pick up a shift and go over there or, you know, use your little flight benefits and fly over there. And it's way cheaper than buying yourself a full fare ticket so that's what I'm like okay I'm gonna do this now that I really don't have anything um holding me back I might as well just do it now <laughs> so what are some of the the places that you've been to is it mainly domestic or do you fly international also um well we fly to some international parts but the majority is domestic there we, we do fly to Mexico Costa Rica uh, Belize I believe and I'm pretty sure I'm missing some, but it's just a few international ones that we have benefits on going there. But uh, yeah, the majority of them are domestic, which is still cool because I mean, it's for a person that if you're get, just getting used to this kind of stuff, you want to try it out. You know, you know, you want to just try it out little by little, not just be sent to Japan right. <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> 
That, that would be a little hard for me. But how was your training? Was it like hardcore? Was it hard for you to get in? Can you hear All us? Right, I think it's there you are. freezing a little bit. We can, I can hear you. Are you there? She's stuck in the sky. Oh, no. Come back down. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> We had some turbulence, everybody. We're all okay. <laughs> so what was your question again? Because So how was your training? Was it difficult? Was it hard to get in? Was it like I, mean, I think it's happening? <laughs> We're experiencing more turbulence. Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> And I think you can hear my child yelling in the background as well. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, okay. I already know that the training was probably okay. crazy, but how long was your training? My training was about five weeks, but it was, ugh, it was, it was, it was pretty tough. It felt like going back to college again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> did it did it scare you? Like scare you that you don't want to be a flight attendant or or be up in the sky? Like was it did you like what did you go through? What was your experience? It scared me in the fact in the sense that I left my past job for this and if you, I don't get it, well I don't you know, I'm unemployed. Um so I'm like, okay, I have to get this because if not then where where am I am I just going to go crawling back to my old job? I don't yeah, I don't want to do that, right? Um, yeah. So I, I, I just felt like I had no option, but to get it cause I couldn't afford to not get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, at first I see, I saw some of my, um, colleagues just give up and maybe in the last few days of training because they noticed it wasn't for them, which is okay. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I don't know. But for me, it was like, you know what? Uh, I'll try it out. I'll try it out. And still like four years later, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it's, I guess it's okay. <laughs> nothing, nothing terrible has happened that has swayed you from like, okay, this is crazy. Or I know you have to have days where you're just like, fuck this job. Fuck yes. these people on this plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, it for sure. It gets to that point. I believe when COVID hit is when everything just just went down and um because we were so new at least the class that I was in was so new that the company kept just using and abusing us and overworking us to the point where the majority of my of my classmates just quit because it was like it, it was just too much too much work and you know you missed all of the holidays and when you're a flight attendant you you can be uh, gone for about four to five days straight. So you can't really say, oh, okay, when I'm off at like 5 p.m., I'm going to go visit my mom for her birthday or whatever. You know, you either you miss it completely for like three, four days or you'll figure it out when you come back. So yeah. definitely one of those things that you just feel like, you know what, maybe a nine to five job is for me because I cannot handle just being away for that long, which is what was happening with us. Wow, yeah. especially that's really hard. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can imagine also because that's the one thing that really didn't stop. Our everything pretty much shut down for a while, but the flight never really completely stopped. So you guys were, you know, all hands on deck, <laughs> literally, yeah. and still having to experience yeah. people traveling in when there's you know 
pe- people coughing in your face and refusing to wear a stupid mask. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's when things were going to were getting bad. And you would see how all the passengers kept punching flight attendants in the face. And, oh, you know, yeah. because we would try to be like, hey, put put the mask on, put the mask on. And they would refuse. And so it will turn into a whole political debate instead of just, hey, just just be conscious of other people and just put on the mask. It's not really that hard. But, you know, it's- people want to fight. So. So tell us, did you, did you run into anything like that? Like, did you have to experience someone being really rude to you? Um, I had people be rude to me, but not necessarily. It was because of the masks, at least thank God, you know, I just tell them once and they, they'd give me a look, but they put it on. Um, But I have seen other, other of my coworkers probably get into trouble because they were very uh, aggressive when they were like, put on the mask and they just stare you down until you put it on and just keep checking up on you because you know when you leave them alone they start taking it off so they become very aggressive so I mean I think both people both the passengers as a flight attendant sometimes you know we could get a little what's the word short power hungry (laughs) in a way you know to be like no you're keeping that on when in reality the majority of the plane was empty sometimes you know so it was like okay I guess it's fine So Miss Flight Fairy, tell us some of the craziest things that you've experienced. Some encounters, some some dirty, dirty stuff. And because you're so pretty, we do want to hear about all of the people that you met getting hit First on by all, man woman. Li- listeners need to understand Flight Fairy is, you're hot, okay? It's very I hot. Know- I know you're getting hit on. I know you're getting harassed. I know you're getting invitations after we depart. <laughs> and sorry, <laughs> listeners, but she is spoken for, right? You're engaged, right? I'm yes. engaged. Yes. I'm oh, engaged. Okay. Like, if I remember <laughs> that correctly. It's not to a pilot. Not not to a pilot. pilot. Oh, because we're going to go into the reasons why not in for with a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's uh, a lot a lot of reasons and the majority of the stories had to do with pilots. At least not not all of them are with me, but um yeah, well I mean when I'm in the plane I do get some people are like asking for the numbers, you know, like when I'm asking when I'm telling them, "Oh, what would you like to drink or what can I get you?" They're like, "Your number." And I'm like, "Sir, that's not in the menu. You want a ginger ale instead." You know, try to divert it in that way. Or, um, but <laughs> usually the majority of the things that happen is the pilots or when I work with pilots, I try to just ignore it because I know where that usually leads. And I've seen some of my coworkers that I know, or they give me that little wink that lets me know that, you know, they, they have a thing going on with the pilot, uh-huh. but you can clearly see that this pilot is married, oh. but you know. It's a lot. Yeah. So they go into the flight deck that we call it, especially when it's a night flight and everybody else is asleep and you want to give them. Yeah. You want to give, you know, the pilots their break. Maybe they want some water, some food or something. (laughs) So there's always one designated flight attendant that goes in there for like, quote unquote, safety precautions. Right. But sometimes. We have people or we have other flight attendants that they're like, okay, you know, it, it'll take a it, it'll take a bit. Like, I'll be right back. You know, you don't have to guard. <laughs> Stop me. 
spotless. Yeah, like you don't have to wait for me to get out, you know, it's fun. But we know what happens because it's like, you know. <laughs> I, I am so intrigued. I'm now, so now I don't want to sleep on a flight. I want to keep my eyes open and watch that. <laughs> So these pilots got some miles on that this the the you know the whale high club miles going for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I just try to I try to avoid um being around them. Uh, I I feel like some are very polite, but you can tell, you know, you can tell the ones that are trouble. <laughs> so you smell it. Yeah. And you're like oh. flight attendants usually it's the older flight attendants that they just don't care they're just like oh if i can i will you know it's a life, it's a lifestyle i guess you know because it, it is. is part of your life you know and you're yes. up in the air most of the time than you are down you know so it's like it's it's part of like the work culture in quotes mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly mm -hmm. exactly i mean it's not right but it is that work culture you know <laughs> so so I am yeah. curious now about since Claudia brought up the Mile High Club, <laughs> how many people have you caught trying to join the Mile High Club? <laughs> I have there was okay. One of them slipped into the into the bathroom and I didn't notice, but it was because me and my other flight attendant, we were in the back, you know, it was already, it was like one of those flights where it's just like six hours of flying and it's at night and everybody else in the plane is asleep. So oh, wow. that's like the majority of the time to do it, right? But then um, my friend and I, we were just in the back and we were just talking and then we would hear like a lot of emotion or like commotion inside of one of the, <laughs> the <laughs> one of the bathrooms. The boots were knocking. Like, yeah, and so we're like, okay, that just... It, that sounds like something else. And she's like, go open the door. I'm like, I'm not opening the door. You go open the door because we know, right? And so when we were debating here and there, like go open the door, the door ends up opening. And that's when you see the, this girl and then this guy come out and then we're just fixing their shirts. And we're just like, okay, we're closing this bathroom. Nobody's going in there. <laughs> so I, mean, I have lots of questions. The bathroom is literally, I barely fit. Right? I was just gonna say that it's so small like how can you do anything in the bathroom it is tiny <laughs> people get creative <laughs> yeah I guess with the toilet seat down anything's possible you have more more space yeah <laughs> wow yeah. I mean I guess you work it out right I mean have you ever tried a smile because uh, uh <laughs> I have some miles mm, you know I don't think so I really don't think so. I don't think I've, no, I can't say that I have. Not yet. Yeah, not <laughs> yet. Not yet. I, it's on my bucket <laughs> list. <laughs> Let me just tell you, it's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't look like it's fun. I mean, especially at this age, maybe when I was younger, I would probably try it. Now I'll be like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I can't I bend in that way anymore. No, my, my knees don't, my knees can't bend like that. Sorry. <laughs> I can't hold this position for long. <laughs> well, I was young. So that's the only, you know, uh, reason I was young. And, you know, when you're young, you, you, you hear you about crazy. those. Yeah, yeah. And you hear about this, like, you know, 
stupid mile high club stuff. And I'm like, oh, come on. And I've seen people too. I'm like, oh. <laughs> where I'm like, you know what they're doing. Like they're trying to make it like, it's not obvious, but it's obvious, but it's yeah. Not well, all cracked up to be. What about in the seats even when it's dark and you know, the head is laid on the lap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, you know, when that happens, I just try to ignore it because I know if I, if I say something, they're going to look up and once they look up, I'm going to see something I don't want to see, you know? So I'm like, I'm I'm just going to walk away now and hopefully they stop doing it because I'm not, I don't get paid enough for this. (laughs) Exactly. You'll be like, I'm not going to, you know, get paid. I don't get paid enough to like referee to get, you know, all the stuff that you guys, I hear and everybody here is on flights. I'm like, no, please. The last thing you need to do is like, just be thankful that you have somebody bringing you your freaking crackers and, and your, you know, wine. If you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Your soda Mm -hmm. and water and coffee and shut the fuck up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all you get. (laughs) Now, have you had any drunks on the plane where you had to like cut them off and at the end escort them out of the plane? Uh, I had to cut them off. That is like a little rule for the airline. It's like, hey, no more than no more than four, you know, but there are some people that sneak in their own little minis and then so they drink it. So, you know, so it's like four plus I don't know the other four they bring inside and then they tend to get drunk and then they start trying to walk down the aisle to get more from all the way in the back of the plane and they stumble but I haven't kicked anybody out usually usually the cops come in and get him because I'm not not (laughs) like that's not my job but if you report you have to do an incident report right yeah which sucks because it's like you don't get paid to do that all that extra stuff like all that paperwork oh it's a lot yeah and it is a lot of paperwork and it's like reports for any little thing that you experience right whether it's a complaint whether somebody did something inside like it's a lot of things that you have to write right up which is when I saw that because you know I went to flight attendant school for like a week and then I realized it wasn't for me um but it was it was very interesting the things that I was learning I was fascinated by it. Yeah. She yeah. tapped yeah, out I and I wish she would have stayed, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't think that the writing part of the job is the most interesting. Like who cares? Just leave these people alone and let them do their jobs so that they don't have to do that and just get on with your life. Like people have audacity these days. That's what it is. And like, I was talking to mm-hmm. a family member of mine that flies as well, because I've seen animals on a plane which I'm totally fine with if it's like a dog and it's a cute dog and that's your emotional support dog but people have nerve like somebody Mm -hmm. brought a chicken and then somebody else she told me was a peacock and I'm like how the hell is a freaking peacock an emotional support (laughs) animal (laughs) what have you seen I'm pretty sure yeah (laughs) um I'm pretty sure they're not really support animals, you know, emotional support animals, but people find ways to fake either documents or, you know, pay off for for their pet to go with them on their laps instead of under the plane. But I don't think I've 
ever had any crazy exotic animal. Um, but I've had this one dog, though, that he, I believe he was fed like his medicine. He was, quote unquote, the emotional support animal, right? But he was fed this medicine. <laughs> he needed emotional support. Just, <laughs> yeah. And he just shit himself all <laughs> over the seats. And thankfully, it happened once we were landing. And this is a big dog. So, <laughs> so you know, the, the uh, owner was petrified. He's like, I'm so sorry. This never happens. You know, everybody says that. But you know what right. can you do? They're like, this never happens. And it, blah, blah, blah. Like, give me, give me whatever I can to, like, pick this up for you guys. And we gave him all we could. And uh, he tried picking it up. But the dog had just going and going. And and there was a oh. moment where he just started, um like, rubbing his butt on the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically was, wiping himself. He was doing the booty scoot down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Bas- yeah, oh, booty scoot down the aisle. <laughs> Poor dog everywhere. <laughs> I felt bad for the dog. The poor thing. Oh my god, that's Bro. so yeah. sad. Wait, was he okay though? Did, was the dog okay? <laughs> uh, what about the passengers that have to fucking smell the yeah, I dog? I mean, she's, the she's dog is it, fine. She said it was during landing, so it was fine. It was like during the end of the flight. At least they didn't yeah. have to sit and smell it throughout the flight. Then I would have been like, yeah, oh my thankfully. God. Girl, exactly. you already know that I have issues with smells and poop. That I literally would be like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would, I can't handle. I can't. No. You're going to have die. I would love to see you <laughs> in a flight like that with a dog, especially if you were like either in front or behind the, the dog. Honey, if <laughs> I was flying, it would be the version of Soul Plane. Okay. <laughs> I would literally, it would be chaos and and i i wouldn't let people get away with shit and i wouldn't be uh, you sure as hell would be like i'm not cleaning up after your freaking yeah. dog nope <laughs> I, and we did not once that plane landed and they left we marched right out we were like hey to the cleaners we're like hey sorry to let you know there's poop all over the aisle you know good luck and we just left. See, I, <laughs> I can deal great. with people. Yeah, I can deal with people, but I, and 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 I try my best, and I'll s- s- grin and smile. But I, you know what? I'll be taking extra long to get you your coffee and whatever it is you just asked me for. It would be with attitude. Like I would get fired. <laughs> yeah. No. Sometimes, trust me, we all have those days where these passengers just. And like this one time this lady told me uh can uh give me a second pack of crackers or like something like that right and i'm just like uh you already have one and she's just like give me another one and i'm just like <laughs> okay <laughs> and i just like half half give it to her but she snatches it from my hand so i'm like okay lady like next time i'm gonna remember where you're sitting because i'm not coming back to you everybody That's else right. is like a coke you got you gotta it's like you it's the ultimate exercise in patience with dealing with all these personalities and people that literally I feel like they just have this I'm flying you're you're taking you're supposed to take care of me and they have you know uh they feel like uh, it's what is it called I can't think of the word right now but you know they're just expecting everything but you know what though 
what people don't understand is that flight attendants are not just there to serve you drinks and snacks. Their job is no. literally for your for their for the passenger safety. It is to take care of to make sure that in an emergency that they're guiding you out of the plane and what to do during emergencies. Like their job is literally intense to save your life. and so yeah. much more than just drinks and snacks. And that's what people don't realize, which they're is not, I think they're just there. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, of saving people's lives, are you, I mean, do you ever think about that? Like what, what were to happen? Like for me, that's the one thing about flying that I think most people that, you know, you, you worry, you know, accidents mm -hmm. and then crazy turbulence. And like, you know, that's your responsibility at that point to like help, right. You're directing chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think about it. I try not to overthink about it because then I'm going to end up with anxiety, <laughs> but, sure. um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's been some medical emergencies here and there that, uh, for sure, me and my other friends or not, well, you know, colleagues have uh, tried to take care of. So thankfully, it hasn't been anything too serious, like in the sense of I haven't had any passenger die, you know, yeah. in during the flight. I have had other uh, flight attendants who've got who has stories about that, you know, just uh, people dying on their flights and stuff. So when we're in training, they always let us know, hey, you know, you tried your best and don't take it to heart if you can end up saving everybody, which is that's basically how life is, you know, but yeah, it is that, that training yeah. that or the what is it not the training, but the little blurb that they do right before you take off, like put on your mask and make sure yeah. you put it on before, you know, you put it on the next person, your child or whoever, mm -hmm. because if you can't save yourself, you know, you can't help anybody else, you know. So it's like, you got to say, you know, think about you first and then think about, think about the passengers and be like, yeah, that bitch that was, you know, demanding crackers, you get the last one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, you don't get a mask. You don't get <laughs> life support. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, yours is stuck. Your oxygen. <laughs> no oxygen for you. <laughs> Oh my God. So how long are your layovers typically? And do you have time to like go and like have fun in the city? Yeah, I think the shortest layover we can, we can have is about 10 hours and the longest one, I think about two days. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, it all depends on what city we're going to or what little country we're going to, you know? So um, it's, it, I think it's enough time except if you're the kind of person that loves to sleep, then you're going to lose, you're going to lose some time. You know, it depends how excited you are to go to that layover because some layovers, let's say it's New York and it's like a two day in New York, but you arrive at 7 a.m. in the morning. You're going to, you're going to want to sleep. And then when yeah. you wake up, you know, your sleep schedule is going to be messed up and you're most likely going to miss the majority of that day. You won't have until the next day to like, and maybe next day at eight p.m. or something you leave so you're gonna have the next day still but she's not gonna have a lot of it so do you do you have a lot of jet lag do you experience jet lag because of that because of the time difference I mean it's not that big of a time difference but still it's still yeah I still get jet lag here and there I really try not to get those kind of trips because it really does mess me up um I think it's about 
three hours of a difference. And so when I'm trying to go to sleep, because let's say I need to wake up the next day early, I'm trying to go to sleep, but here back home, it's like 7 a 7 p.m. So I'm still not sleepy. So I'm trying to force myself to go to sleep. So it's like, oh, we have to take melatonin or something to try and fall asleep, you know? Yeah, to mm. help you even like, because otherwise, I'm like, I mean, I would be a bitchy, bitchy bitch. Some of us are like that in flight because we didn't get sleep. <laughs> like, oh, honey, you didn't sleep, did you? <laughs> Yeah, you have to have <laughs> compassion for the people that are working. At least I do. But I watch too many movies and 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 watch. I, I'm on you know social media too much, so all that shit scares me because I see the stuff that happens. I'm like pilots on no dose or drinking, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't even start to think about that kind of stuff because it, it freaks me out, you know. But it's like you have to stay awake and you have to be like pleasant at least to deal with all of these, you know, annoying people. Which I'm sure not everybody's annoying, but come on, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I I know. I know exactly what you mean. And it's, it's difficult because I mean, the majority, I can say the majority has never really given me a problem. Once in a while, I do encounter people that get mad easily, or or maybe they just have a bad connection to this connection of the flight. And they just give you attitude. And you're just like, sir, I only, I only serve you your Coke and your cracker here. Like, I really can't tell the other plane to wait for you. But there's like, uh, I think, like, for example, when people first get on the plane, one of the first groups to get on the plane and they put their bag up in the overhead bin, but they put their backpacks, like your little backpacks up in the overhead bin. And let's say the plane gets full and us as flight attendants, we need to fit all the big old fat bags up there. In order to do that, we need to take out your bag, your little bag. And it had so many grown men just yell at me. It's not fair I put my bag up there first why are you taking my bag out and I'm just like so you just need to put it under the under your seat you'll be fine you know and they so they throw a fit because of that so it's mm -hmm. one some of those little things that I'm just like okay now I'm getting bitchy like mm -hmm. deep breaths oh my god I'm not bringing you your crackers you <laughs> like oh i oh some things that aren't such a big deal that are turned into big deals yeah. you have such yeah. a pleasant disposition though like you're smiley you're beautiful like i don't even understand any of these assholes or anybody that would give you a hard time because it's like just be happy that you got me and not helga who's been working for 40 years <laughs> gonna that be super like bitchy like you get to look at all of this for the rest of your flight. So shut up, take your crackers and leave me alone. You haven't even seen her backside. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see your backside, flight fairy. They fall in love. <laughs> they do. I mean, I fell in love. It's like, I just can't even imagine where passengers are. <laughs> oh my God. That's when their whole mood changes, you know, that's when they're nice to be there. <laughs> And that's what you got to just remind them and just be like, you know what, here, just here, let wa just watch me walk away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's a better treat than those crackers. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to know just two things. What's the absolute top number one worst part of your job? And then I want to know what's the best part. 
but what's the what's the worst part of this job just for people that are you know thinking about it <laughs> uh-huh the worst part i think that oof i personally i i hate mornings i'm not a morning person so to be let's say they they call it to be on call right <laughs> and you have a.m. section and you have a p.m. section so if you're a uh reserve flight attendant that's on call you're going to have to be alert through starting midnight to 2 p.m. so that means they can call you 2 a.m. spontaneously 5 a.m. spontaneously you know and you're gonna have to get up and most likely they're going to give you about two hours to get to whatever airport they sent you. And because we hear it where I'm stationed, we have several airports. It's like, all right, so you got two hours to get to this other airport all the way to the other side of the city. And, um, you know, hopefully you get there on time. Oh, so wow. it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's so yeah, you, it's bad. So your, <laughs> your bags are always packed. Do you ever unpack? Yes. When I come back from a trip, and I know that I'm off the next day. That's when I unpack and just repack everything that's been used or eaten or whatever. And I just pack it and leave it there for the next whatever shift I start. So, yeah. And I it, I think it's a, even better when I just stuff it in the backseat of my car. And that way, whatever they, whenever they call me, my bag's already in there. And I just Ready to go. Them. Okay, before and we see, get to the best part, I have a question, though, about that. Packing tips from a flight attendant is what, because I am the worst. I am notorious. I don't know how to pack. I just, I overpack always. I would, I would suck at this job just because mm -hmm. I need way too much stuff. <laughs> Honey, I don't know what you just did with your volume, but it just like, do you hear that? Miss Flight at Flare Fairy? It yes. sounds like echoey. <laughs> so I don't know what happened to your volume right now. But oh. before you answer her question, I also have a question for you about your uniform. Do you take backup? Do you always have extras with you just in case you get vomited on or <laughs> spill stuff on? Yes, yes. Uh, we are required to have that uh, an extra um, uniform. We have two extra nylons just in case that happens. And especially since if let's say if you're going to be gone for five days straight, they're like, okay, you might, you might need a change. Apparently like within those days, you might need a change. So yeah, we have to have all those extra stuff. But mm -hmm. as for the tips, I think my number one tip is those bags. What do you call them? The bags that just suck out the air out of, mm. out of the clothes. I, yeah, I live by those. It's just like, it just squeezes it all in and I just stuff it in my bag and that's how it stays. That's very smart. But then how do you pack it? Like, how do you pack it again when you're leaving? Do they have like vacuums or something stuck out the air inside the hotels? No, uh, they no, don't have the vacuum. You just do it by hand, Or right? you just do it by hand. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I believe Amazon ha have has um bags that you roll them out, and at the end of the bag, it squeezes all the air out, so you won't need to have a vacuum. So that's how I do it. Just get those those kind of bags, and it doesn't wrinkle your clothes, or it does. It, okay, it does. Yeah, it wrinkles the clothes. That's why I try to at least bring some kind of clothes that I I know are not going to. I don't have to worry about it getting so wrinkled. You know, for layovers. Yeah. Or like, 
yeah, clothes I don't really care about. That's what I usually stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Am I still sounding crazy? Yeah. That's really smart, actually, because I've never thought about doing that. And I pack like crazy. Like my suitcase is always over 50 pounds, always. So I'm like, (laughs) now, now that might allow me to pack more. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. It helps a lot. I, I use those, but I've never even thought about it. Like fair until you just said that, but I use those for packing like, you know, like snow clothes and stuff that I don't use normally, but Oh yeah. That for my luggage. That's such a great, I just, it never dawned on me. I love that tip. Yeah, I do too. That is, that's great. Now tell us what is the best part of your job? Because my next question for you is, did you fly with anyone famous? (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So the first one, it'll be like my favorite, favorite part of the job is definitely the flight benefits. I feel like I mean, I've gone to Paris and I've gone to Italy. I've gone to Belize. I'm still want. I still want to go to Costa Rica and stuff. So still, I'm still working on that. But uh, I think, yeah, the flight benefits. But the thing about the flight benefits, though, is that if you, it, it's a standby kind of situation. So you, if you want to go, let's say to Belize, you write down, okay, hey, like. towards the airline right towards the flight hey I want to take this flight put me through but only if there is room so as a flight attendant you can't really plan ahead or oh when I get there I'm gonna get there this day and plan for this day because something will always go wrong and maybe there's no seat for you in the flight so you're gonna miss that flight so you're gonna miss a whole day over there you know so I think that's like the negative things too Mm mm-hmm now, there is also the times when you're flying out, but because of weather, especially like with the rain and how it's been lately, yeah, like a lot of, or the flights that have been canceled, like during the holidays when all those flights were getting canceled, like I'm sure it affected other airlines as well. So oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like how many, how I'm sure that's a part that sucks for you though, right? Like just having that, that delay, what's the longest delay yeah. that you've had? Oof. Um, it was going to be recently. Um, actually, it was. I I think you y'all remember when? <laughs> I think it was around Christmas time yes. where all of the flights were getting canceled, mm-hmm. and yeah, so they had flown me out to uh the city, and it was supposed to be an easy shift. They're like, okay, you're gonna go there going to drop off this plane you're going to jump onto the next one and quickly you're going to go home like I, I was going to be home in about I don't know like two hours it was going to be a quick shift easy right but when we landed in that city uh I guess we got delayed a little too much that the plane that was supposed to take us back home just left without us so <laughs> The next, yeah. So the next plane was that was gonna take us back home was gonna go out in two hours. So we're like, okay, you know what? It's fine. We're gonna go. We're just gonna jump on that flight and we're gonna leave. But it turns out that when we called our schedulers, nobody was picking up because there were so many delays that the hold time or the wait time was about five hours. So we're like great now I don't know what we're gonna do we can't get a hold of them so 
the uh all of us all the like four flight attendants were like we can either do one of two things we can wait here in this city and wait god knows how long to see if the schedulers are going to pick up and and tell us what to do next without getting in trouble or we risk it and we just jump on the next flight without like the okay of the company but we're, we will get home before christmas right so i think if uh, we jumped and we left <laughs> you know but i think if we would have stayed god knows we would have been stuck there the little quote-unquote delay that was supposed to be a quick get on the plane and go was going to turn into maybe like a day or a two day of waiting there because that's how long people were waiting in that city to get back home gosh that's uh, crazy imagine because it's already yeah it's probably the worst time of year it's the holidays people want to be yeah. people. i mean your sound just got worse. What did you do? <laughs> I didn't do anything. I hate that. Sorry. <laughs> what What are you hearing? I'm up in the sky. Yeah, you can sound far away. <laughs> you are. You're up in the sky. <laughs> you're up. <laughs> I'm gonna. Can you hear me now? <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Yeah, I can hear you. I'm on my way to Costa Rica. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so tell us, Flight Fairy, who is like some famous people that have been on your flight? Ooh, okay. Um, what's his name? I, it has actually happened recently. Um, I think it was. Mm, what was his name the one that that sings um thrift shop like i'm gonna pop some macklemore macklemore <laughs> yeah, this slide yeah the slide attendant came came to me she's like hey i think macklemore's here now like, what makes you say that is like he's like right there and then i i turned to look and this dude's like right there and he's he's trying to hide his face like so bad He's like trying to, you know, with his hat and everything, you know, how the celebrities do it. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm not going to acknowledge him because I feel like he might get mad. if I'm like, I'm like, sing the thrift song, you know, <laughs> so. Sing your, yeah, sing your classic on sing for everybody on the plane, please. I'm sure let's they love a, that. Let's have a concert right here, right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have been doing, popping some, going around, popping tag. I'm going to pop some tag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, so I, yeah, I, I saw him there, but I didn't, I just gave him his crackers and I just gave him the soda. <laughs> that was as close as I was going to get. <laughs> so did you... What was I going to ask you? Have there been like any emergencies on the flight that you had to like attend to or help with? Like medical, medical, medical emergencies. I want to know, about, I wanna know no. more. Like medical no. emergencies. She just told us she did not save a life yet. And I'm speaking oh, into sorry, the sorry, I missed that. I, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know the dirt. Tell me the dirt. I want to know. How do you... And number number one, how are how are we getting you on private jets? Because that's where you're gonna make extra extra money. You're <laughs> right. You know what? I'm shoot. That's a good question to ask. <laughs> I'm trying to get on a private jet. 
I really don't know that. I think that's like a whole different thing I need to apply for. But for sure, I should probably look look for it. Because I, I don't know if you've seen the movie The 365 Days. No. No? Oh, yes. No. Yes, I did. Yes. Yes, I watched that movie. Oh, my God. The scene. First of all, that was hot. Okay, I'm I sorry. Didn't see it. The flight attendant scene is gnarly. It's gnarly, but it's also kind of hot. It's 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 like a cross between like it's verging on creepy rapey, <laughs> but it's which is not ever good. It's not, I'm not saying it's good, but it was also really hot. <laughs> Okay, I yeah, gotta watch I the movie that. now. I'm like, what? Is this what goes on up there? I mean... <laughs> on those private jets? Well, it's... On un- private jets? It's unchartered waters or skies at that point. Like, anything goes. <laughs> That's why you want to be on that. <laughs> I want to be on that plane. <laughs> Especially that actor there. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I can Leave you have not watched 365 asma i know where is it where can i find it netflix but netflix. make sure <laughs> make sure nobody's around because it's very it's 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 basically porn oh okay so nothing to watch with my child <laughs> not with your child though or my husband maybe i don't know <laughs> I enjoyed it thoroughly. Now I might go back and watch it again. <laughs> Maybe we watch that and talk about it on our next episode. Well, just alone for that flight, for that scene on the private jet. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got our flight fairy really curious to get a corporate job. <laughs> Well, yeah, not only that, I just feel like it's gonna be much easier, you know. Less people. You just like, what do you want? A coke? Okay, here you go. And then that—that's it. That's it. It's not even that. It's what you want—a bottle of Dom. Hell yeah! You want to <laughs> take a drink with me? Okay, oh, I would be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, you—you're not. You're, well, I don't know about corporate, but when you're a flight attendant, you're not supposed to be drinking. <laughs> I'm talking private jets. Yeah, I mean, Many private jets, especially if the person that like owns the jet or paid for the jet wants you to take a drink with them. I mean, I don't know. You can't say no to that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if you know it. <laughs> it's going to look bad. <laughs> they, they, they'll tip you too. So I don't know. <laughs> True. It's true. <laughs> we we have we we're we're gonna we're gonna check back with you, Flight Fairy, and we want to hear about your uh, applications to private. <laughs> Actually, hey. I heard Netflix is looking for flight attendants, so I might just <laughs> wait. Netflix. Netflix. Really? Why would they be looking for flight attendants? Or their oh, private? Oh, they're private. On- yes. Oh yeah, yes. private jet. So I don't, I don't know. Flight fairy, <laughs> I, I think you're onto something. <laughs> Let's manifest this for you. We're gonna manifest this for you so that you can not only you know get and not have to deal with the common peasants, <laughs> <laughs> and you get to take us with you too. 
<laughs> perfect there we go maybe we can we can uh find our own little what is it what's his name Massimo oh <laughs> yes <laughs> I am married I, I love your offer I am married I gotta remind myself <laughs> yeah, we both are <laughs> we'll, we'll let her do the dirty work <laughs> She's not married yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my it's God. been great. What other questions do you have for her? I mean, I'm just, I don't have any questions. I just want to say that I appreciate, especially just flying in uh, one of those, basically a shutdown where they, they got us moved from a flight and it was like complete chaos. And I've been lucky to experience some really nice flight attendants. And I think that people like you make flying, you know, it, nice. Enjoyable. You know, so yeah, it, it's thank God that there are people like you that are pleasant, have a beautiful smile and extra hot. We need more of you. Um, that It makes it enjoyable because uh, to be very, very honest for me, flying is not fun. Um, it's stressful. It's anxiety ridden. I have to deal with freaking smelly uh, people, rude, uh, entitled people, people that don't have flight etiquette that want to, you know, push their seat yeah. back. And I mean, I've seen some crazy things where they put their feet up, you know, and I'm like, get your feet, feet off my seat, like crazy stuff. So <laughs> to me, flying is not enjoyable. So if it has to be with somebody as pleasant and beautiful as you, I think I would enjoy it. <laughs> I agree. 100%. Do you get to fly with the same crew or does it change all the time? Oh, no, it changes all the time for sure. It's mm -hmm. you rarely fly with your friends or any anybody familiar um, unless you have enough seniority to ask for certain trips with your friends. Um, that's, that's when you, you know, you've made it in the flight industry when you could just fly the, whatever flights you want with all the friends that you want, but yeah, yeah it's really hard the majority of the time. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're rooting for you for the yes. private jet life. <laughs> yes, we are. We're manifesting that. <laughs> and we want to interview you because uh, later, because you're going to have more stories. They're going to be juicy and they're going to be fun and we can't wait to hear <laughs> Yes. Thank you so much for joining us, Miss Flight Fairy. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you, beautiful. You've been listening Thank to here, hold my mimosa. With with, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, we're, really we're trying to sign off the friendly skies, but we clearly <laughs> don't want to leave you. <laughs> we're, we're experiencing more turbulence. I think this has been the more turbulent show. I know, right? it's okay it's all good we're, we're having a safe landing now <laughs> yes we're preparing for landing exactly <laughs> bring it in bring it in cheers bitches cheers bitches <laughs>